Hello, welcome to PlayStation Unchained 178. I am your host, Neil Bolt, and I am joined, as ever, by a motley crew of two to three people. And they are Benjamin Shillabir Hall. That's, that's not three people, that's one guy. Yeah, that's just, just <laughs> my one name. <laughs> how you doing, Ben? I'm not too bad, thank you. And how are you? Splendid. Um, first week of kids being off school and yeah yeah well it's been i don't know about that but it's been it's been such great weather today (laughs) (laughs) yes it's been fun i i've subjected myself to double torture which is children constantly and trying to complete peggle two which has been a nightmare peggle two the peggle list of twos (laughs) (laughs) so you know other than that all good i'm living yeah you know, it's all good in that regard who else have we got well you know him as the armenian argonaut you know him as the man who does not like video games which makes him perfect for the video game industry he could work any number of websites that hate games but he chose ours and we've got him here it is gary bagdazar how you doing gary thank you for that wonderful introduction <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I feel like one thing you forgot with his introduction is that he could also be the executive uh, or president of uh, companies like EA. True. Well, well I'll, be, I'll be making millions. This is awesome. But you I'll wouldn't be playing them. games. You just hate them. Yeah, and I'll make other people hate them too by making shitty ones. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And make hundreds and millions of dollars. Uh, so, yeah, cool. We've got you, and you've heard him a few times there. He is the poet of PSU. It is Timothy Nunu. <laughs> I still haven't changed my name yet. <laughs> I feel like I've let you down. No, no, it's fine. Am I getting a loop of your memes at the minute? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a really unhealthy addiction. Uh, as as we speak, Tim is uh, has been meme triggered and is just uh, sending us a few. Let's let's put it that way. They're good, but uh, this is not an audio visual podcast, so it's very difficult to sort of uh, relay what we're we're seeing. Why but you, you, twice. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that, that, that was it. Yeah, that's why I thought I had some sort of loop going on. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. But you're good, are you, Tim? For the most, yeah. For the most, yeah. General. How life. is you? How is I? I is good. You know, general life, etc. But uh, I'm here to do this podcast, and that's good. That's always good, so, especially with you guys. So, I mean, if I did it on my own, it would be very weird. And uh, I know people do that, but yeah, I mean, it would be like this: me just rambling for about 90 minutes and uh, I probably still wouldn't get around to saying anything so yeah perfect Clive fashion yeah it, it would work I think maybe I'll try <laughs> that next week I just I mean I have to have Ben to record it so but I have to mute and so <laughs> but I hope we'll have the illusion that I'm on my own I'm breaking the fourth wall here ah, dear cool Um. well you know 
we're here to talk about PlayStation Tough because we are, of course, part of PSU.com. Have to get that in there. And well, the big thing I suppose this week is all about PlayStation Plus. You know, first, the good news was, oh look, the games for next month are announced. And guess what? One of them's an Assassin's Creed. It's not Black Flag though. No, no, no. It's Freedom Cry, which is the, the uh, spin-off, standalone spin-off of that game. And it was joined by Just Cause Free, which you know I see a lot of people celebrating and going, yeah, "That's wonderful, that's great." Yeah, you know, I, I think there have been quite a few indie games that are a, a seven out of ten that you've maybe not celebrated as much. And uh, yeah, this is a uh, it's a good start, but uh, I'm not overly impressed on that front. But hey, I, I already got rid of my copy ages ago, so good to have it again, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> It marks a month where I actually don't have either title, which is the first time in months. So I'm happy. Um, the bad news, of course, that straight after that, Sony uh, finally getting you know compliments about, oh, look, they're finally doing it right. Several months of decent plus games, which obviously Sony took to mean, ha, ah, we're a success. Let's add 10 quid to the European and UK markets of PS Plus subscriptions. And thus it was done. And yeah, and unfortunately, due to the uh, way money works in, in the world, uh, it's a bit more than the US are paying, I believe. So, a bit. what was the notice? Like, it's switched over now, right? No, no, no. You have till uh, the end of August. So, if you, if you've renewed your sub, uh, then you're fine. And before then, it will still cost the old amount. And uh, thankfully, there was a, a lovely uh, little Amazon glitch for for me that I found uh, that day. That uh, had a forty-two pound PSN voucher for twenty-five quid, so that was my year. Yeah, that was my year done. (laughs) A nice, just opportune moment. Wonderful stuff. Got to got to thank guys like that Wario sixty-four out there doing the Lord's work with all these breaking things in the world of video games. Um. Anyway, so you know, obviously, price hike never nice. We've obviously speculated about why that might be beyond you know just inflation i think 10 pounds maybe just a bit more than inflation you know it's like yeah yeah and so yeah we feel right all our free just causes yeah yeah (laughs) they have just cause don't they (laughs) (laughs) awful i am the worst you are the worst but also the best at the same time so it's fine uh just cause freebie just cause freebie, but not, it seems. <laughs> uh, so yeah, of course, we've mentioned this before that we've always wondered if they would shake up the PS Plus. And by that, we didn't mean just charging more money. That's not really the idea. But maybe sort of in- integrating some form of uh, PS Now. I say f- some form of it because, yes, the full fat version, I think, would be a bit much. You know, uh, you know and... Uh, I can even agree with, with some dickheads' points about the fact that maybe it would be a, a bit of a strain to have suddenly a whole few hundred, a few not a few hundred million, but a few million extra people on PS now, you know, all of a sudden. So yeah, as we said in an article this week, you need to uh, maybe have a streamlined version of it that uh, affords you a couple of rentals or so each month, or even a small selection that are just for a 
a separate version of PS Now that still allows people to go, well, I like this service, but I want more. Hell, I can go and pay it by going here and paying for the full subscription. That, that was our idea on it. and But, you know, th- again, speculation on what it could be. It could just be that Sony thought, well, we're going to make the games better, and we kind of like the money, so, yeah, go for it. We like money. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, It's I mean, our money, and we want it now. <laughs> if it was a comparable price hike to the US, then I would yeah, understand. But, uh, I would yeah, understand that. Knows, being... Who knows if we don't get a, a price hike for America yet. They had it last year. Yeah. yeah. We went up to 60 Bill Clintons instead of 50. Yeah. And uh, we are 50 bucks. But the uh, the old exchange rate is not favorable in our favor on that one. But uh, So, you know, yes, there's leeway for seeing it from many different angles. But uh, that, that was ours at the time. Right, guys, um, you can answer both questions, I suppose. Your thoughts on the games this month and the price hike. Yeah. Uh, Ben, I'm looking at the the one second now. I'm looking at the price difference. You said yeah. sixty dollars, right? Oh yeah. That's only a five dollar difference between pounds and dollars. I know that sounds like a lot of money, but that could also be, you know, tax. I don't know how is there extra on top of that in the US? Um, like, do they? tax the service yeah i i don't know because i never i for the longest time haven't gotten my service from the store directly i've been getting it through like vouchers i get and deals and stuff so uh if i'm paying taxes that way it comes it goes to the vendor not to sony but i'm assuming there is a tax to it Mm. though i couldn't confirm so yeah just to clarify yeah taxes sales tax charges to begin april 1st 2017 in no some joke. States. April first. No joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. So fifty nine ninety nine US dollars equates to about forty five point pound seventy in English money. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a little different, but uh... anyway. Sorry, I just wanted to yeah, you because know, yeah, to be honest, I think it's mainly inflation with a little bit of yeah the currency issues. Yeah. You know, as uh, it doesn't sound like it to me, that's just what it seems to me anyway. We just think, get a little bit charged more because British tax. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, which is sad, yes. I, I know. It's just digital stuff is one thing you think that you wouldn't have to pay extra for in general. And that's like, I don't know. Like, as I like to used to call it, a Nintendo tax when everything's like, okay, it's $300. That means it's £300. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's still a profit, isn't it? Bastards. You know, I, I get in a way that they're trying to make the money while the sun shines and all that. Not, that's, I know that's supposed to be hay, but you know, I was halfway between the analogy I was trying to make. It's, <laughs> but yeah, they're obviously just thinking. Well, you know, we, we're in the doldrums. This is making us money. Stuff like the emoji movie is probably going to make us money, no matter how reprehensible it might be. Let's yeah, let's keep making money with making horrible, horrible decisions occasionally. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, you can't fault the output in games and stuff this year, but yeah, this is a bit odd otherwise. That's to just come out and say it, not just like not even with a reason. 
Which is literally, yeah, it's going up. Here's when you. Well, yeah, they can't go. Oh, the reason why we price it because we want more money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I admire the honesty if they said it. (laughs) We want to be slightly richer. The we want more money tax. (laughs) Boy, historically, that sounds about the same, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Ben, what do you think about the games that are coming for August? I wanted to play Just Cause, but I heard it's pretty much broken on the original PS4, so... It's uh, it's breathtaking at times, uh, quite how janky it can get. Um, so I'm not sure if I can be bothered with that, and the other game I always seem to forget the name of. So. Assassin's Creed? Yeah, we go. That's how much I care. <laughs> we only reference it, like, every other week. Ass uh, uh, Creed. Far Crumbs. Crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I assume. I mean, I assume you get you have plus anyway, though, don't you, Ben? Yeah, I do. You, it's not going to stop you getting plus. No, it's not going to stop me getting plus. Uh, I mean, it gets I play the, online. Uh, I need it, but the video games. Let's prepare a lot of the games I've found. I don't need it, but still. I've been going like. Um, my last sub ended like three months ago, and I've been going like month to month, sort of just oh, yeah, doing, month to month doing a month. Because... And like just to say, well, if I don't want to play this, then but mm. problem is, I always want to play Titanfall, and to play Titanfall, you have to have plus. So it's like I'm lucky. Fantasy fourteen doesn't need plus. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, in the sales and stuff, you get a bit extra discount occasionally, and that's nice. And yeah, but yeah, it's never quite enough. But yeah, I, I'm not overly bothered yet probably because as i said i don't think i've paid full price for plus in seven years and <laughs> so i'm pretty happy in that regard i mean tell them <laughs> i've just paid 25 quid for plus so it's uh cool by me but yeah it is disappointing all the same to just come out of the blue not really make that reason um because we want more money just the money yeah. tim Tim, what what were your thoughts on the games? Well, you've caught me with a Dorito in my mouth. Oh, it's the best way to be caught. I mean, yeah. Well, why? Just because. And that segues really well into these games. So I'm <laughs> going to say that I've never owned Just Cause 3, just because, I don't know. But it's always been kind of a little interest to me in the sense that I don't really want to spend money or go out of my way to get it. So since this pretty much falls in my lap, I'm going to play it. Um, but on the other games, I think the ones that are most interesting would be like Downwell, which yeah, is on I mean, here. Should, shouldn't and, uh, discount that. That is a very good game. Yeah, it is. And I, there's a part of me that thinks with this deal, it's also going to be cross-platform, or you cross-buy with PS4 version, so you have access to that too. Well, I thought that. Yeah, the original listing didn't seem to say that, but I'm sure that's what I got when I. Got my copy because I've got on both. So, and I've always wanted to play Super Motherload. Oh yeah, it's one of those I've always seen around. I've never really got around to. Yeah, and then now that it's fallen on my lap, it gives me an opportunity. Yeah, I was like the Freedom Cloud thing. I think I've nearly bought that about six, seven times, just because I got bored of Assassin's Creed. I've just I never got around to it. Really? So yeah, maybe it's a good taster to get back into it a bit before you know the series comes back and hopefully better with uh, origins hashtag hashtag oranges oranges uh, oranges 
What about the price tag? I know you had this um, last year, but uh, how how essential is Plus to you? Man, how do you answer that question? Um, essential. I don't know if I can say it's up there because it's not like every waking moment. <laughs> but well, it, it could be. But uh, yeah, I mean, every time there's a sale, the sales made better every time, and. With every sale, I not every other every sale. I'd say like every other sale, I buy something, mm. and then I obviously play some games online. Paragon is my big one right now, actually. Um, but I don't know. Essential is the right word, but incorporated might be closer. So yeah, sort of a symbiotic thing. Where you just it's there. You're happy. You're not happy or unhappy. It's just it's part of it. Like I'm nothing without the service, but the service is nothing without me. I there you go. You, you did it better than I could. That's and I just watched part. the Matrix, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> you just watched the Matrix, man. Weirdly, I I, I just watched the Fire last night, so it's like we're back at that era. It seems. Uh, by the way, Tim. <laughs> Ben. I've got some crisps of my own. I've crisps? Got, yeah. You said you eat Doritos. Not biscuits? <laughs> not biscuits? <laughs> no biscuits. I've got some Thai green curry flavoured Pringles. Thai green curry flavoured. Dude, I've been on a huge curry kick and that sounds amazing. Yeah, I've never tried them. I just opened them for the podcast. Are they? Have you put any in your mouth yet? No, I haven't yet. Come on, man. Just Don't hold out. Just put it in your mouth, man. Just, just insert into mouth. I need this now. Fine, I shall put one of these Thai green curry Pringles in my mouth. You're getting this exclusive review. Curry Pringles. By Benny Ben. Too fast for Ben. Oh, that's, that, they're nice, actually. Go yeah. on. Yeah, very, they do taste a bit like curry, actually. Where does it hit the palate? Tell me more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like wherever you get it. They taste really nice. I'd, I'd recommend them. I mean, they're not as good as the chili ones. They were amazing. Well, you're biased there, I think. Yeah. Just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the red hot chili curry, uh, red hot chili curry uh, Pringles were amazing. Yeah, I, I'd I, probably have to work my way up to those because I'm like Midwestern white, and yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not too spicy. This is nice. Oh, these, you, are, you, these are quite nice, well, actually. Well, uh, I Tim, would give these a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Ben, what's your favourite kind of crisp, though? Um, I normally like Walker's chicken. Walker's There's chicken. no, like, goat simulator chip, is there? <laughs> I like these. <laughs> Walker. <laughs> the Walker's chicken flavour is my favourite. I used what? to like the um, Seabrook's ham, Canadian ham ones, but they're so hard to find. Oh, man. I think I know the ones you mean, yeah. yeah. Those chicken ones don't just taste like fried bouillon, do they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's okay>. uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it can't be worse than what, what was well, that what I do is I, I, put in a, I make put in bread and make a, a chicken crisp sandwich. It's amazing. That'd be a crunchy sandwich. <laughs> it's um, what... crispy, sorry. You see that with what's it? So I put them in peanut butter, crunchy peanut butter sandwiches. It's just lovely. <laughs> what's it now? What's, what's it? it? Like a cheese doodle, <laughs> if you will. 
I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. What's what about it now? you? What's it now? What about you? What was your favorite? <laughs> Chip, chips slash crisp. Oh man, my favorite chippy crisp, crispy chip. Um, actually, I'm gonna start this story by saying some of the worst. Like, I actually, when I worked at a, a sandwich shop, a couple employees brought in these two bags of chips. Some stupid ass knockoff thing. I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was awful. First one was baby back ribs. Just wait. Just you wait. The other one was ketchup. Ketchup. Wow. Oh, like ketchup chips. And both of them made me want to die. Because <laughs> like not only did it taste like ketchup, but it also tasted like pure salt. Oh. Never a good way. A good move. It was a, so it was a tomato assault on me, and it was awful. <laughs> but if we're looking at favorite chips, I don't. I maybe Gary has heard of these better cheddar. I have not heard of them. No. Some bitch. I guess but they're, they're really flavored. like they're light <laughs> chips, and they they're kind of flaky, but they're um they're still crisp, right? But they have they're like kind of aerated, and they're just. Mm. 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 Oh, discos so, as well. So a delicacy. Better chip. No, they're like at any store ever, and they're like oh, well. two fifty or three dollars. They're not really a delicacy, but they're delicious. That's kind of well, expensive uh, for crisps, already too. You don't? I, what? I assume they come in a bag the size of the Titanic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Texas size. <laughs> this is just snack size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like you know those things you get. At the theater, those little things of candy and chips and stuff, That's those are the size we have in America. <laughs> like, like, we can't even see around them to watch the movie. It's dumb. But <laughs> it's just like, so we have to eat them so quickly. I remember when I bought an extra large drink in America. I was confused at how big it was. It's like, well, this is not a drink. This is just a lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, And I actually think about that now. Like, when I was young, I'd always order, like, a... What was the super size was the option back then because yeah. they didn't care. They they openly didn't care and nobody questioned them. Like super size was just the big one, and now, like, labeled large is basically the super size from back then. Yeah. Or even like, Carl Junior. Like anything out of Carl Juniors, their mediums are basically lakes. <laughs> and I die every time. Like, where do I start? It's like when I go to a cinema, though, I always buy the largest drink just because I think it's, like, the best price. They always oh, yeah. get me. Because it's like, oh, the normal drink is two fifty, but extra, extra large is £2.60. When, you know, logic should dictate in your head. It's like, they're charging me, like, five times the amount for watery piss, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still go, I'll have that watery piss, please. But I, want lot, I want a lot of your watery piss. Just also, a, one of the benefits is you can get a free refill of the watery piss, usually. Oh, no, so. we don't. Oh, wow. That sucks. That's like a harvest a restaurant kind of thing. Where you get your... Yeah. And can we oh. get one of those really, really pig intestine filled and snot filled hot dogs, please? Nice. Oh, I hate this. The smell of those hot dogs every time. Just no. I can't believe I ate one uh, when I went to a cinema last time. It was the first time I ever ate one. And then I was sick the next day. Tell me. What would you How give it? Get to talking oh. about chips. What would you? What would you rate it? Uh, uh, three out of ten. That's half of the chip that you just ate. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that bad then. Well, I could still eat it. So 
I mean, I was sick the next day, but... <laughs> there was a 24-hour buffer where I was okay. So uh, guys, I'm just going to cut some of the stuff out of the subject line. I've got it here because I think Chris has taken over. So. <laughs> Welcome to the new Chris Unchained. <laughs> we are the Chris Review Show. That's the title of this episode now, that's for sure. This is what the internet needed. Thirsty! Um, it, I would say uh, probably... Those Cheeto soccer balls, you can get them in Spain. They are like little footballs, and they're just, oh, they're lovely. They're just like, but if not them, then probably roast beef monster munch. It's always a favourite. How dare oh, you? Spicy tomato wheat crunchies. How dare you? Pickled onion are the best. Pickled onion, come on, Ben. Pickled on even... onion monster munch are the shit. They're only in the top three by default. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Gary, what about you? I I know you've probably got opinions about PlayStation Plus, but what about the crisp? Do you hate chips too, or? (laughs) No, I love chips. (laughs) (laughs) I like like, um, the uh, kettle chips uh, spicy Thai. Oh, they are. They they don't have that flavor anymore, which pisses me off. It was always sold out on the shelf in, in stores here in Utah, and I'm like... How are you not making money when it's always sold out? Pissed me off. Those were amazing. The Nintendo chip. They were. <laughs> Make just enough to sell. We're doing really well, guys. <laughs> we're, we're selling out every <laughs> shelf. <laughs> just don't make any more for a bit. Every now, every two shelves. I also enjoy the um, the new Pringles. Uh, what is it called? Chili lime. Oh, that sounds nice. Chili mango lime, sorry, chili mango lime. Those are amazing. Wow. That's an interesting for you. I'll have to see yeah. if I can import them in. Ma'am. Yeah, and, and I'm really addicted to the biscuits and gravy Lay's potato chips. I don't know why it just oh my tastes God. to me. Biscuits and gravy. That yeah. sounds both amazing and disgusting. Yeah, it's amazing. such an American thing. <laughs> it tastes just like biscuits and gravy. See, that's why it sounds like, both okay. amazing and... <laughs> Does it taste like good uh, biscuits and gravy or burnt biscuits and, uh, biscuits and gravy? Good. Good biscuits and gravy. Oh. Every time right. I hear that, I just think of the WWE act of Jesse and Festus and their theme tune, which is just that whole biscuits and gravy sort of thing. It's like, that's it. Every time. So I, I think always... because of that, I need to watch <laughs> wrestling just to watch and look out for biscuits and gravy. I won't know what the hell they're talking about, but when they say uh, biscuits and gravy, they're like, ah! Yes, I Reference. know a thing. Like, References! Like the Festus guy in that was literally just a guy who could be summoned only by ringing a bell and he would just stand there looking slack-jawed until someone rang the bell. It's just weird. That is just what? And now he's <laughs> now he's one half of a, a respected tag team. So, you know, you, you can come from nothing. And still and, be. Uh, and still Job out to the Hardy Boys. <laughs> oh, where were we? Um, Gary, what about PlayStation Plus, the game? <laughs> you, like, you, like, um, you, you like the old Just Cause, if I remember rightly. Yes, I, I enjoyed that game quite a bit, actually. Of course um, you did. I, didn't, I didn't run into 95% of the problems people complained about, so that might have helped. Um, yeah. <laughs> also known as the Fallout paradox or the uh, Skyrim paradox or just the Bethesda paradox or the Astrid. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoy Just Cause 3. Um, I think it's an interesting title to have on Plus. I didn't think it would ever be on Plus, at least this early. Um, but yeah, Freedom Cry, I could care less. Um, I, yeah. I've been done with Assassin's Creed for a while. Um, this is uh, uh, a standalone DLC story is not something I think should be on there personally, but hey, we're getting it. Assassin's Creed fans should enjoy it. Um, I'm actually really interested in uh, the level 22 game that's uh, for the Vita. It looks actually pretty interesting. Uh, I read up on it. It's a stealth game where you are going to be fired if you arrive way to work again. And it's a stealth game where you have to climb 22 floors to get to your office so uh, that, that you're late. <laughs> that sounds like a semi, semi-biopic of uh, my life in my 20s. This would be amazing. Yeah, it's a Vita game uh, for Plus, and it looks pretty damn good, actually. <laughs> uh, I might obviously use this to practice in real life. Yeah, they're they're taking a lot of cues. I see him crawling along, along in the cardboard box. Um, the exclamation marks appear when people see you from Metal Gear. So um, Your clone yeah. brother pops out of nowhere and vows revengeance. <laughs> One surprise. <laughs> Man, that smells like a ripoff. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, I think it's one of the more overlooked of the lineup. Um, but yeah, excited about that. Uh, as far as the price hike, uh, me using Plus, uh, mostly like Tim, um, I care more about the discount, the extra discount I get when I buy games. Um, I don't really play too much online unless my friends are on and it's something we all play together. Um, like Killing Floor 2. Yeah, and, and Titanfall 2. Um, but other than that, I don't really go and play multiplayer games when my friends are not playing. I like to play with my friends. I don't like to play with random people. I really don't. Um, I, I don't I'm kind of the opposite just because I don't have to organize with random people. and I just. But then I don't like online games that much. I say that. And yeah, I've probably played more online hours in the last year than I have for like five, six years. So yeah, it's... Uh, I think GTA well, 5 sort of joined, put me back on that track. And to your credit, Titanfall 2 is crazy addictive. Yeah, I am the good yeah. at that. Oh man, Frontier <laughs> Defense came to that last week and just, mm, lovely. I, I like a decent horde mode when it's done right. When you're good at a game and you, and you can just flip around and do crazy shit, it's great. And that's the perfect game for that. Just holding to jump into that again. It's been a while. Holding off Titans in, in front of the defense with just a, an electric launcher and no Titan. It's just, ah, you feel so powerful. So, so powerful. <laughs> yeah, so um, outside of that, um, as long as we get better games for Plus, I'm all for a price hike. Like, I don't know. People will complain because they have to pay more, but they're already paying more for whatever cable TV network station they have. So yeah. this good, I mean, going back to what I said earlier about the um, PS now stuff, it's like people going, you know, Oh, well, no, it's just inflation. The other thing to remember here is that the other two formats included in plus are, you know, dwindling, let's be honest, and not much left to have I mean, Vita, especially, you know, there's very little worthwhile left that isn't, 
I said Persona 4, maybe. That's it. I think that's the only big game that hasn't been on Plus for Vita. And PS3, well, yeah, they they gave up a long time ago with that. It's just fairly standard fare whenever anything comes out of that, but no one cares. So cutting those down and integrating a version of Now is more likely. And then it still justifies the price hike to a degree in inflation terms, but also you're getting a more relevant service to every to your biggest user base straight away. Yeah, see, that's that's the one thing I, I'm kind of on the fence about um, with now. I mean, there's the, the talk that, oh, it's going to be two PlayStation Now games. And I'm like, okay, so instead of giving me the game that I can play whenever the hell I want, as long as I've downloaded it or put it in my library, I now have a month to play a specific game that's just a rental. So I'm paying more for a rental rather than paying more to technically it's still a rental if I have plus, but at least I can play it whenever the hell I want. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, PlayStation Now games rotate, like Netflix rotates movies and TV shows. So yeah. Wasn't that the whole issue with um, Nintendo's new service? Because they announced that the Oh, you'll be getting Nintendo Entertainment games for free with your new paid online $20 service. By the way, you'll lose them after 30 days. But you'll get some free Nintendo classics. I think they took that back now. Like, oh, once yeah, you activate it, it's yours. That's good. I'm just yeah. saying that the fact that if they did it with PS Now, isn't that... When they get the same backlash in a way? No, well, not really, because you're paying $20 compared to $60. No, I meant Sony. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sony definitely would, yeah. I think. Because, well, I mean, people complain to Sony about everything. Oh, my <laughs> so, God, my game Sony offering one more thing would be just another thing to complain about. Yeah. But on that note, though, like in terms of pricing, that like you're talking about how it being kind of a compensation. If you're looking at the, the year yeah. subscription for now, it's $100 for 12 months, which puts it like $9 a month, no, which no, is no. less than the $10 hike. It's $100 a year because of the special price. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. No, I I currently subscribe to that, actually. And it said mm-hmm. once the year is done, it'll resubscribe. It's a subscription. No, it'll subs- no, trust me, it'll subscribe to the one-day or the one-month subscription after this one expires. There is no $100 subscription payment. There is no 12-month. There's only the one-month and the three-month. The, the 12 month is a special that they're doing once they launch the PS4 games. And sometimes they do it at the end of the year as well. It's pretty much a 50% off deal. Hmm. I want to go check something. I need to verify. Burb sauce. Because that's the only time I get now is when they have the $100 for the year. Or PlayStation now, sorry. I think I've just been cursed every time I've used PS Now because it always seems to happen and I'll get it and then my internet will inexplicably have a problem for the entire <laughs> month. Like that. And that, I swear to God, that problem goes away almost immediately after stopping. Like, and I, I was like contemplating it the other day. And just, but and yeah, internet's been shite this week for some reason. PlayStation especially. So, um, yeah. So. I think that's all the talk about that nonsense. Um, let's talk about something else. 
Uh, Final Fantasy XV's multiplayer was uh, revealed slash announced. It's basically Monster Hunter, but with Final Fantasy characters in that world. Sounds cool enough. You know, I don't mind the idea, but to be honest, with stuff like Monster Hunter World on the way, it's not that appealing and personally not enough to you know, make me go, oh, I must get back into that game. Because, you know, it's just like monsters... The, the combat's decent in Final Fantasy XV, but I don't think it's good enough to sort of carry an entire multiplayer game. Um, Gary, what about you? What are your feelings on the multiplayer? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should raise the banner. He said it. I was so looking forward to playing as the characters in the multiplayer in co-op with my friends, and now I'm getting this shit. Um, I don't like it at all. Um, you already have an MMO in Final Fantasy fourteen. You don't need to do an MMO with Final Fantasy fifteen, and that's what it feels like to me. Um, I don't want to make my own character who has somehow has the same abilities as my main characters, um, which they shouldn't have. Um, I don't like going out and hunting three fucking behemoths like they showed in one of the screenshots. Um, I don't want to sit in a camp with a whole bunch of avatars of other players running around trying to form a party i don't want any of it um, <laughs> i'm just cracking up at the idea of in the main game it's this whole oh you, you do the campfire stuff so you know you're palling together all your mates and having a nice time get to know each other more and then in an online version it just all sat around the campfire there's the one guy who was fucking drum and bass playing out of his headset the old one with their mum screaming at them and yeah it's it's quite the campfire quite way to keep the immersion going i'd say on that one yeah um i don't i don't like it at all i don't like the idea of it in any way um i know a lot of people are super stoked for it oh it's monster hunter with final fantasy um they could have just given the rights to capcom and they would have made a better monster hunter game with final fantasy <laughs> they technically did already on the 3ds with explorers so yeah. there's a real big thing there um so yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed uh, that what I was led to believe was that I'd get to play with my friends with all these four characters, and I'm getting this shit instead. So I'll play it when the beta comes out, and then I'll tell you exactly how bad it is because I'm pretty sure it's not going to be good. <laughs> I it, I mean that's the main thing for me. I really wanted to be Ignis, and it would have been great to have that option. But say uh, they say. I suppose we'll just have to wait for for that more of that. I suppose, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not highly confident, to be honest. So we'll we'll go on that. Ben, what about you? You're you are the Final Fantasy liker. Uh, I haven't even downloaded the DLC, so um, I'll, I'll give it a try. I guess it could be fun. Could be fun. It could might. be rubbish. I mean, yes. as you said, I've already got Fantasy fourteen for my online Final Fantasy needs. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you've got your online Final Fantasy. You, you, yeah. You're done. I'm, I'm okay. I've got my little... I, I bet I can't play a little Lalafell in 15. I bet I can't be a midget. I bet I have to be a generic man. Generic man. Generic be, dude. Yeah, imagine... If, gosh, it just makes me think of how 
plain a lot of the design is in Final Fantasy Fifteen in that terms, just in terms of character variety. It's, it's very human-esque in a lot of ways, compared oh, to most fantasies. Oh, it'd be short and stubby with big ears. Just like real life. Just like real life, only without the big ears. I was going to say, exactly. <laughs> anyway. But uh, I can put on some fake ears, if I will not notice. Ben, don't, don't tease me. These <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so um, I will try it, but I've not got big you know, hopes for it. Fair enough. And Tim, what about you? He's so disappointed he can't even say anything. Tim is doing research. <laughs> yeah, research. Oh, by the way, I was researching those Pringles. They look quite nice. I can understand that. That's fair enough. <clears throat> oh, there he is. Oh, there we go. He's, he's finished his research. I haven't finished it. I caught myself reading the, the terms oh, and conditions. <laughs> oh, Saucy stuff right there. Uh, yeah. And I didn't want to turn into a whole South Park thing, so I read the terms and conditions. Anyway, I don't know how I feel about the new DLC. I mean, there is a potential for it, but it's not going to be interesting. Honestly. <laughs> um, I mean, like, like, I mean, compare it to the original content. Right, you have four four bros broing it out, and what makes it special is that everything is relative to you, right? And yeah. that, that's what makes the 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 whole thing kind of just work. But mm. you're gonna have three other people like you doing the same thing together, and no one's gonna be associative at all because this is an online setting. I don't see this having the same charm yeah Yeah, and so the inherent problems are going to look worse than they were so this dlc i think unless they do something to flare it up it will make the game as a whole look inferior yeah i agree with that it's unfortunate that they've got a very um basic in a way, what they're doing, and there's, there's going to be better versions of that out there. Yeah, it's called Fantasy Fourteen, or indeed Monster Hunter World when that comes out. It's pretty much that, but better. So, and I can say, I can honestly quite confidently say that's going to be the case at this point. But it has to sell ten bajillion million copies, otherwise Capcom won't be happy. Well, Ben, don't you just know how to segue into exactly what I was going to talk about? <laughs> you are. The God amongst men on this one, and so good that I wasn't entirely prepared to have exactly the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it's true. Capcom are very much bad at that because uh, Resident Evil sales uh, figures came in for the seventh game, and uh, sad thing, of course, it's uh, not sold quite as many as they'd hoped. Oh my uh, God! I'm shocked. It's uh, sold 3.7 million copies worldwide since January, which is uh, you know not disappointing. It's, but it is down on uh, what uh, previous games sold in the same six-month time frame. For example, both Resi 5 and 6 sold over 5 million copies after six months on sale. And 
I don't know what that's said. Is the damage of those games the reason this has sold less? Is it the, the change in what it looks like? I, I would bet money on any sequel doing better, to be honest, if it, if it retains these things, because it's gained a new audience, I think, you know, as well as you know, a lot of old fans who've come back and enjoyed it. But yeah, Capcom expected better. They, they forecast uh, an additional... They said uh, 4 million by March they wanted. Let's put it that way. So we, and we are now well beyond March and not at 4 million. So they also forecast an additional 2 million this fiscal year and have only moved 200,000 units. So it's uh, well below their expectations. But Capcom notorious for overselling their games uh, much as almost as much as Square Enix with games that aren't Final Fantasy. They uh, have probably just overrated this pudding. Um, in brighter news on that, uh, the franchise as a whole has sold over 78 million copies since March 1996. So not bad, yeah. And uh, Resi 5 still currently stands as the best-selling game in the series with 7.2 million copies, which is depressing. <laughs> that That's the one out of all of them. And uh, yeah. At least it's not our Operation Raccoon City that's the best selling. Price. I think I'd jump out of a building if that was the case. Yeah, that that would be terrible. Let's be honest. That or Umbrella Core being up there would be shite, to say the least. So, yeah, so I don't think it's bad, figures wise, personally. It's just obviously Capcom's own feelings on it but I just think the type of game they created and the the big change in what it looked like and you know, mechanically it moved back towards what it was rather than what the popular side of it had become probably did put quite a few people off and but you know I think it puts them in good stead for the future I just hope that they follow through with that and make an, a game like that again in terms you know Certainly, in, in the basic structure of it, maybe have a better final act. But yeah, you, that, that whole first couple of acts were just um, outstanding, proper resi stuff. Um, any feelings and thoughts on this, Ben? Uh, uh, Sold copies and people like it, like Mike. Yes, Mike. So go enjoy your Resident Evils and Capcom. Stop being so stupid. Also, get us a new Dino Crisis and a new Devil May Cry. <laughs> but they maybe, won't maybe mix the two up and have Devil May Cry. No, Devil May Crisis. Devil May Crisis. It's Devil May Cry, but with dinosaurs. And stealth suits, just yeah. so it'll so incorporate the game Crisis. <laughs> well, and it's all done by... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> T-Rexes. And it's all done by light gun controls. Like oh man, that would be like the perfect Chris Redfield sequel. It's like Chris Redfield is back, but now he's got T Rex arms. Like <laughs> <laughs> so there's, oh man, I'm so used to having these big arms, and now I've got to walk around with these. It's like, <laughs> oh, the japes, the japes they would have on their merry way as Chris Redfield tried to punch boulders with little tiny T Rex hands. He'd just love it. The hilarity. He couldn't even hold a gun. What would he do? He can't punch rocks. He can't hold guns. 
It's the ultimate survival horror experience. Yes. He can't heal himself either because he can't hold the items. It's even worse if you play as Jill, because she <laughs> has the neck of a Diplodocus. So <laughs> she can't see far, far enough down to unlock things. Well, he can't unlock things anyway because he, has, he can't hold them. Well, he can't hold them. She can't unlock, be the master of unlocking because her neck is too high and she can't bend it down quite right to get into small buildings. So basically, she, she just can't be in the game. You, you spend the time outside just necking the trees. That's it. <laughs> the main character will be Tofu. Tofu. <laughs> That'll be bland and tasteless, won't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's Perfect. from number two, isn't Perfect. he? I think. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, we were talking about Resident Evil. Um, Tim. Well, Tofu is Resident Evil, so. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just like Bland and tasteless. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bland, blandy, tasty. Mm. Yeah, Tim, what about you? Um, any thoughts or feelings on this? And that would be on the franchise in. General, general, yeah, or, or about Capcom's expectations, or if you have any hopes for the series. Oh well, um, I can't make a good conjecture at this point, just because I haven't played seven yet. Mm. But five was meh. I played it a lot. It was such meh. But six was trash, and uh, everything looks like it's pointing in the right direction now, even though they were off course for a million years. But I don't know. I mean, I, again, I can't really make a good conjecture. I really should though, because I have no excuse anymore since I now have VR. I feel like yeah. that would be like the the reason to own VR at this point. It's definitely not VR ping pong. That's for damn sure. Um, they're on course uh, for the franchise they seem to be and then Capcom as a whole uh, honestly when it comes to Capcom right now I'm totally on board just because they're making Monster Hunter for PS4 yeah and it looks gorgeous it doesn't look like a standard like hey look this was on Nintendo 3DS, XL, 2D platform thing, I don't know, with a mediocre joystick. I, I, it was not one of those like port, crappy ports that the Vita has always succumbed to, but it's a completely revitalized, rejuvenated, actual next-gen version of it, and I am more than excited. Being able to interact with the environment and seeing monsters be affected by it and not just like being isolated in a big area with you know like setting traps and stuff like, but actually using the map in very, very intricate ways, like it showed in the thing, just makes me want to go crazy in that game. I'm so excited! Oh my god! So yeah, Capcom, unless they screw this up, is doing no wrong. Yeah, I mean, I was optimistic for a moment when they were like. We don't want. We're not going to talk about sales figures going forward now. Uh, like, oh, that's good. You stop concentrating on them. I think within like twenty four hours, they start talking about sales figures for Monster Hunter. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's like guys. I mean, like as is a franchise, we're we're not going to talk about it. But Monster Hunter, though, 
Like we're we're going to completely ignore the fact that the reasons the old one sold is because of the portability, and expect the same thing. I think, which maybe it might, but I still think it's quite niche as a console game. And yeah, they they should kind of appreciate that niche. Yeah, you're not wrong, but it being such, uh, I don't know if they market it correctly, they could get a nice outreach with it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, like Final Fantasy fifteen, it's kind of numbers I felt were the product of the way that they advertised. I'm sure they spent a lot of money on advertising, but mm. they also made a lot in sales, like right away. And I, I know Final Fantasy games have generally sold well, but not this well. No, yeah, they, they recouped all the losses they made on that game within the first week. Yeah, that's ten years worth of development time. What's that? What's that? What's that alarm I hear? Uh, I, I'm. It's the bullshit alarm. <laughs> I'm calling that they only say they they made all their profits from when it became fifteen. I'm, yeah. I'm saying that I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say that they haven't made the profits from when it was versus, but they made the profits that they lost of Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh yeah, and in Square's case, that is exactly what they do. They would... With any Final Fantasy or, or Japan based, in fact, they tend to be a lot more positive on the spinning of uh, sales numbers. Where they wouldn't do, just look how they shit on Hitman by saying, "Oh no, they cost us loads of money." It's like I bet it didn't cost you half as much as Final Fantasy Fifteen did. They did it. It's like, <laughs> so it cost less well, than I'm the sure they used to promote it. Hashtag. <laughs> but I'm sure when it was through Versus, it was on the thirteen budget. So yeah. to compensate for that, they made. A two very mediocre sequels to it. Lies, Tim. Thirteen two was amazing. Didn't they just? Make I like the gameplay in thirteen two quite a bit. Quite a bit. The narrative was too convoluted and non fulfilling. But you don't know that the original fourteen Fantasy fourteen used the versus engine. Well, yeah, what happened to the original fourteen? Right? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Realm Reborn uses the same engine, so. Oh. Damn. Damn, yeah, son. Mm. It's a highly tweaked version of the 13 engine, but it was still, you know, that's where the basis of the bare bone coding came from. Oh, cool. Damn, girl. The more Damn. you know. The there game. goes the rainbow star. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now know how to end that phrase. Nice. <laughs> uh, who are we missing here? Gary. What about you? Nope. Uh, yeah, Capcom is dumb. So. <laughs> no bones given here. It's like I don't understand their thought process. Whoever's in charge of their sales figures needs to be fired or something. Because I don't know how they were expecting to sell better than Resident Evil 5 when you're pretty much making a brand new game. That's what Resident Evil 7 was. It was a brand new game. A new a IP, yeah. if they you really want to look at it. Yeah, this is, they, padded with, they padded with Resident 5. It was like, what's the audience we got out there? It's boys who like Call of Duty. Give me the money. There you you also go. had the controversy with 5 as well, because of the, ooh, there's black people. Being portrayed as the enemy in, yeah. in a zombie fashion. Yeah, that was... That was 
kind of a needless thing in the end. I think yes, it was part of it, but and the early the early reaction to it was but like I be surprised we've seen a couple helped. of screens in certain areas that this must mean that everyone in the game is going to be like this. Like, nah. I wouldn't just be surprised happened. if that helped with some of the sales though. Controversy, yes, it does because you get the people who will come out to defend it and go, oh, but this, 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 and yeah, I mean. It's it's very much the window into the the way the world is now, if you say. But uh... but yeah, Resident Evil Seven. It's pretty much a new IP. Um, yeah. in, in my opinion, I, it's a first person game. There's hardly any action in it. Uh, I, at least through the majority of the game, it gets very action heavy towards the end. But just a bit. Like, like you you can't possibly think that oh, because we're going in a new direction, it's going to be the sales are going to be better. Um, no, the sales were always going to be less uh, it's when you change a game that drastically. Like, if Metal Gear Solid all of a sudden obviously was, is going into like an action-only game instead of stealth, those sales will drop. Yes, we survive. Exactly. Revengeance. <laughs> Revengeance. Revengeance is a perfect example. Um Bloody good game, though. Yeah, great yeah. game. It, it could have been the greatest game ever, but the sales wouldn't have been there because it's such a drastic change. And Platinum. Um, platinum don't sell well in general. Uh, as a rule. Yeah. But that game had a an advantage in the fact that Kojima was kind of helping. Yeah. He's like, okay, Until got okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. And then walked away, yeah. Hey. But that's more than what they can say about Survive. Garbage! <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, it's, trash. it's a cycle with Capcom recently that, that, in my opinion, they're in trouble. They're in serious trouble, more so than they're letting on. Um, they couldn't fund Street Fighter V. Um, they re-released Street Fighter Two again on the Switch at full price. Um, and they plan to do more. Yeah, they plan and to re-release they're, more. They're calling it a smash hit that it, it's selling great on the Switch, which I don't, I can't possibly believe. Yeah, it like, sold oh, the whole five copies. It's so look at how, how many games are available on the Switch, and be like, "Hey, look, a game buy." Not kind of the, the. I mean, that was oh, better yeah, too at full price, though. I mean, like you got to look at how things were for the PS3 early on. Every time there was a game, you like looked a little closer, and questioned a little more, and stretched your wallet a little more, just because it was something to do. Mm. Yeah. And like that. we're like, oh, okay. Um, so I don't normally play these, but I'm done with everything. You know, that's not a problem we have anymore. But you know, we're looking at it and going, I mean, I mean, it is Street Fighter Two, one of the greatest fighting games ever made. And I've paid all the bills, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah, kind of I mean... bored for the next couple hours. So, hell, click. And that's how things happen. And then you finish downloading a couple of hours and then you go to bed. Unfortunately, <laughs> that is how it works. But, yeah, when you look at other things, like, okay, Monster Hunter is coming to PS4. That's awesome. Mm. I'm mm. happy for people excited for that. It's been a Damn long it, time. Harry. Huh? Just play with me. Just play with me. <laughs> I will... If I ever plan to get it, I will, man. Dude, if you get it, I will play with you. I will get you on the bandwagon, whether you like it or not. You're going to hate it, but you're going to be on the bandwagon. I'm buying it. I I played the PSP version to death, man. I killed the PSP version. Dude, super same. 
Yeah, but oh, so many good memories. Goddamn. The thing about Monster Hunter though is, it it doesn't sell very well outside of Japan. Um, well, it, it doesn't really need to because it's going to sell so well there. I'll just piggyback their success. I don't find. I don't oh yeah, care. for sure. But <laughs> if they're thinking that they're going to put this ridiculous number up, it's going to sell ten million units in three months because it's Monster Hunter. That's not going to happen. Nine million in Japan. <laughs> 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 there's a reason that they only release them on handhelds because that's what people play in japan more than consoles and it's biggest in japan that's why it stayed on a handheld yeah they released it outside of japan but it never really sold that well oh my god i've just realized who the head of capcom is is it you it's is Dr. it gary Evil. Oh my god. Michael Myers? Guessing, you know, so I'll have one million dollars. Michael Myers in disguise. <laughs> but it's just decision. One million downloads. <laughs> Why make trillions and we could make billions? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That's Capcom. <laughs> But it's decision after decision just seems to be going in the wrong direction for me. I mean, you were finally getting a new Marvel's Capcom, and yet it looks inferior to the last one. In almost well, every- they're also letting Disney come in and dictate how they're making it, which doesn't help. That's not a good decision. Yeah, they are essentially sort of saying, "Yeah, but you know, what would be better in this Marvel versus Capcom game? Less Mickey Capcom. Mouse. <laughs> yeah, let's call it a Marvel versus whatever the hell these blobs are." Can we have Mickey Mouse yeah. and Donald? That'd be amazing. To be, to be fair, I would much prefer Marvel versus Disney. <laughs> I would, I would really enjoy being Captain. Or I would, I would really love being Captain Marvel and beat Can't the hell out of Mickey. Have, and I would Goofy. just have Disney all, uh, Disney all stars, and then have like cool. Star Wars, Marvel, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> just have every franchise in one fighting game. Oh man. Like the Super Smash Brothers of Disney characters. They could bring back getting three four three on board with Halo. (laughs) (laughs) Microsoft won't let that loose. (laughs) Oof! Who shot first? Mickey did. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wasn't Han. It was Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) I I I I believe Capcom really needs to go back to its roots. And what made them great? Well, Monster Hunter. Monster. <laughs> 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 Monster uh, Hunter has never made Capcom great. <laughs> Make Capcom but great again. But it did again. start on PlayStation. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they they released look at look at they released Breath of Fire Six, right, as a mobile game and a web based game, and it's shutting down with within a year now. It only came out in Japan, and well, what does that tell you? Is that people wanted a Breath of Fire for the longest time since PS2, and you finally bring it back in a market that's so flooded with these types of games, and you expected it to succeed? No. So now that franchise is probably dead. Um, Devil May Cry, in a way, is in the same boat, if if you ask me. They took a chance with Ninja Theory, and I think personally the chance paid off very well. Yeah. Obviously, for a lot of people, it didn't simply because of 
the look of the character, uh, oh, not because of how the game played. Um, I hate that shit. Yeah, uh, the, that game was phenomenal, and they took a chance. In my opinion, paid off sales wise. Um, it hit its marks what they wanted it to do, but they're obviously not going to go back to that Devil May Cry. They're probably going to give us the old Dante again. Um, yeah, we I probably wouldn't play it. I won't lie, because the, the the what am I looking for? The the common issue I've seen with a lot of games that return to an old franchise is that they they miss the spark. Mm that works with it not just because they can't quite get it but because it's too accurate and it doesn't make sense in our times because that was a 90s character dante was yeah. oh yeah and it fit well in that person his persona fit well in that time frame now it wouldn't yeah it's like duke nukem there's a reason duke nukem doesn't work anymore is he he barely fit back then <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, if Capcom goes back to, like, instead, like, after Marvel's Capcom 3, if they went and they, you know, partnered up with how all these Japanese companies are pretty much partnering up with each other with crossover games and DLC and, oh, look, you know, we're getting this character in Tekken 7 from this completely different franchise owned by another company. They need to start doing that in order to be successful, again, in my opinion. Um, and... So what you're saying is, the new Tekken 7 needs to have gone in it. I agree 100%. Gone is the Danko character. (laughs) Gone is amazing and he should be back. What about Tofu? You know, bringing back, like, Capcom versus SNK would be great. That's the president of Capcom. What the hell are you saying? (laughs) It's Mickey Mouse. He's like, what the hell oh, are you saying? Oh, who, who are you calling? Oh, it'll be the greatest game ever, Marvel versus Disney, you little asshole. <laughs> oh, man. If I have You're one serious. accent that's pretty decent, it's Mickey. You trumped me. I don't mean the Donald. You, I, you, I would you. never. I would never <laughs> trump anybody. Because I believe people should have rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do I. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, just having a mini tear in my eye at Tim's Mickey Mouse. All I can think about this entire podcast, anything we've been positive about is like the discussion about crisps. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with crisps. Right? <laughs> Especially when you got the chili ones. Those are really good. Oh. <laughs> Tim, 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 do some hand solo quotes as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Hang on a second. I'd have to. I don't know the movies that well i need right. to um let me find okay. some. like do you know the the i love you i know scene i'll say i love you and then you do it so <laughs> <laughs> okay so, i love you i know <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. little things little things Break, don't get cocky <laughs> uh dear. actually this one kind of works out yeah. See, Look, I'm in it for your revolution. I'm not in it for you, princess. I expect <laughs> to be well paid. I'm in it for the money. I see Chewbacca can be played by uh, Goofy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Surely it would be Pluto. 
I've got I think, name we've done it, there. He's unintelligible, so it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's that's uh, another wonderful aside. Um, <laughs> games, uh, games we've been playing. Let's talk about them. Ben, you've been playing something that isn't Final Fantasy, and I've played it. It's that for it, an F still, though. So. Yeah, so, um, so Fortnite, yeah, Ben, yeah. Which, which is of course the co-op survival building, crafting, whatever you want to call it, game. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's it's a tower defense game. Let's be honest, in, in uh, every sense of the word. But it's a it's a fun one. It I is. Just, yeah, I was playing it last week. I think we mentioned it then, and yeah, I've just played it more than most things this week. Wow, well, a country mile. Uh, how, how have you found it? You joined a few days afterwards, and being Ben, you've pretty much caught up to where I am. I have had people. I bought my. I bought the. Uh, I got basically my mate bought the super deluxe, mm. and he gave me the standard edition. You get free with it. So I upgraded to the super deluxe, and then gave my other friend the free copy I got with it. Um, and it's funny. I got further than him, and then my friends got further than me. It's, <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, but yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, I have my own legendary hero, and I I enjoy him and his random quotes. Um, so yeah, so far I've had no issues really. Though I have been joining my friends' games, so I'm yeah. really low in the main story, but I've got ridiculous amount of skill points. <laughs> I've got nearly my full skill sheet. Yeah, skill point. Yeah, the first page done, yeah. and I'm still on mission seven. Oh man, just. When you get that edition of the game, it's like you just you just get so far so quick for a bit yeah. as well, and just wow. I, don't know, I I got into the routine of it, and I was enjoying that, and then it just got disrupted by a day of disconnections, and it's just like I mean, the nice thing is that if you get disconnected and you go back quickly, and you can get the connection back quickly, because normally that's what happened. I just had to read the connection. Um, it allows you to go straight back into the game if it's still going. So you get a lot of XP as well if it's your first, yeah, for the first few in a day. Yeah, I like that you get XP for stuff even if you're not the one doing it as well. You know, if someone else in your team is collecting something you need to collect, and yeah. that's good. Because it'd be a pain in the ass if you all had to concentrate on your individual things because yeah. no one would get anything done. I think that's what makes people work together. Yeah. That someone will go and do something at their own accord. Oh, that guy's looking for that stuff. That helps me. I'll go and just get some crafting stuff to yeah. protect the base. And it's like, yeah. I, like. I mean, the only time I find it a bit overwhelming is uh, when you come to your own base defense. And if you haven't got anyone helping you, and they'll call in a request and say, hey, you know, people might come in and help you. Yeah. Like I was, I was struggling on one of them, and someone just came to my rescue and helped me out. But on the, the third one I did, I I had just me. I didn't have many bullets. And, my God, all these intricate defences I'd made to my bases and the uh, amplifiers destroyed in seconds and just, like, uh, just fighting constant, just tooth and nail to oh. just stop the enemy hordes from getting it. And it was just stressful and exhilarating. And, yeah, did it, did it with inches uh, to spare. But I think the, the timer just ran out on the last enemy as uh, they were about to pretty much chip away the last bits of health on the main area. Oh. So, yeah, that, that'd be fun to go back and clean up. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, 
yeah, it, it can get pretty intense now. But otherwise, with people, it's like yeah. even when you're not speaking, everyone sort of gets what they got to do, and it, it allows you to be a little bit flexible. People understand that build a base, build the traps like that, then protect the perimeter. Don't just stay in the base because you're inviting trouble. I like, kind of wish certain ingredients aren't as rare because you need a lot of rotating gizmos for legendary or higher. Mm. And I find those incredibly a pain. Hey, yeah, you need it for rares. Yeah, there is stuff that does seem to be just sort of held back a bit. Yeah, I want to use this laser scythe because it's a laser scythe. I'm very much into the loot system of, of hitting llama piñatas, which is yeah. just great. But I'm not always into the humor of it in that they're trying to be borderlands. Yeah. Like that, like I said last week, down to having a robot who's having an existential crisis. It's uh, That bit's not so good, but I'll, the art style of it is just nice and makes everything fun. And for an early access game, it's pretty decent. I'd yeah. say I, I'd be quite excited to see the Mad Water in the future. So we can, but see. Um, That'd be very good. I, yeah, I still got right um, preview words, so to speak, or impressions words because can't review it because it's early access. And, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, I've just been very much invested in playing it, so I've not really had the time to write much about it. I wouldn't know it again half the time. It's. Uh, yeah, it's very hard to talk about because it's... I don't know, it's one of the games where you have to there's play of, it to... There's lots of systems in there. You know? yeah. It's like like the fact you can send people out for supplies and the yeah. success rate is shite on that. It's like, well, no, it's based on their level, their power yeah, it, level. It, it is, but I found that anything below, six, <laughs> anything below 60% on chances is uh, yeah. saying... Yeah, it's 75% nah, they failed twice. Yeah, I have literally only had 100% of us go right so far. So that might need a bit of balancing. But it's never for anything major, so not that bothered. Um, Yeah, but cool game. Anything else you want to say about it? Um, It's fun with friends. So make sure you go on with friends. Yeah. Might I ask about the, the payment tiers? Because I, a friend of mine and I were kind of interested in starting it. But at the time we were interested in starting it, we were a bit po. So we were wondering when the free version would be available. 2018. And then like 2018, that's like a billion years from now. Why not? If, you, then, if you're both poor, why not buy the... Oh, no, actually that's more expensive in a way. What? Uh, maybe you buy the, stat, the expensive edition and have your friend give... Him. Oh yeah, then you get two basic ones, right? No, if you, there's one below that, that's one, t- one of them. Hmm. But is that a cost-effective option, or is it just the... No, I think it would still cost you more. What the hell is the point? Well, I guess because you had the deluxe stuff. The the extra copy is just like, here you go, here's an extra copy. Hmm. That's how they're trying to sell it, it seems, just to get people to buy a copy, to get a copy, to get a copy. Because it sold like like half a mil in the first few days of, in pre-orders and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, or it haven't struggled to find anyone to play with in terms of missions and stuff, apart from your own. Funny, it's very much like real life when other people want your help. You know, they're, they're 
you know, everyone's everyone's about. But when it comes to you needing help exclusively, they, they suddenly disappear. It's it's a strange thing. But uh, yeah, I think I think you could wait if you wanted to. Yeah. But because uh, you know it's going to be free to play, and I think they'll probably add a few things and refine it. So yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to be quite honest and say that you know I got it for free, so because you know review copy, yeah. but hashtag uh, review copy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's obviously fair on me, but I probably wouldn't have paid that much for it. Oh, I know. Like that's I, the question, isn't it? Yeah, I would not have paid for the luxury edition. No, uh, I know that um, Epic Games has done this with. Paragon because yeah. they got me to bite on it. And honestly, the payoff for it, because like, I bought the the super big thing that they had before the game came out, and because I was just super invested in what they were trying to do. And honestly, the biggest payout I've had of it is finally happening now, and it's something like fifteen months after. Mm. And I don't know what kind of deluxe options they have with Fortnite, but if it since it is Epic Games, I feel like if you're going to be investing in something, make sure that you stick around for a long time to see your payoff worth it. Well, Super yep. Deluxe comes with six piano, six packs, thirty six daily packs, ten immediate packs, three five in game banner, twenty XP boost, twenty giveable XP boost, hundred in. Account inventory slots, one free, well, two because I already have one. Digital Studio Edition for friends, two exclusive Legendary Heroes, one exclusive Epic Weapon, and ten backpack inventory slots. Man, daily packs? Oh, yeah. that shit bothers the hell out of me. I that that's the same stuff that happens with sports games and their their card games. Yeah, pity. Oh. It's. You, you, I mean, for the founder stuff, you get like a separate one as yeah. well. But it's like, I mean, at one point, I think after the first week of playing like a week solid, it gave me like a, a reward for being playing every day for the first week. Like, I got like 91 items out of it. It's just like in one fell swoop. Yeah, you of... get a daily reward on top of that as well. Yeah, and it's just like mad, mad stuff. But it's nice to see all these new things, but after a while, it's like, yeah, that's trash. That's trash. That's trash. But you can recycle stuff and yeah. make it to, you know, to give you XP for the one stuff you want, as well. And or if it's like weapons and stuff you want to get rid of, actual weapons, not the schematics, then you can, you know, but break them down to use for bits to make yeah. others. And you, when you break stuff down, you get all the XP you most of the XP used on it as well. Yeah, just so oh. I like that. It's very friendly in that regard. That it's. It's never trying to cheat you out of your XP. It's always trying to give you everything you've earned, you know, somehow. Kind of nice, because then you invest in something, you can use that invested time automatically into something else. That's yeah. kind yeah. of a nice touch. I mean, weapons and stuff are like limited. They, they, once they're broken, they're broken, pretty much. But you can you get the schematics for them, so you can make them multiple times. So it's it's not a problem in that regard. But. Um, it, initially, it is a bit infuriating if you've like got the stuff in the founders pack and you've got the nice weapon and you wear it out in in a couple of missions. You're like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're usable, but they're, they're just yeah. obviously limited uh, in uh, their 
stopping power, if you will. So you can't repair them? No, you can't. Uh, No, you have schematics to build new ones, and that's it. So the schematics are more um, valuable, and you can level those schematics up to make make the weapon more powerful when you make it as well. So that goes for both melee and uh, shoot shooties. My favorite is definitely the baseball bat with the moose antlers on it. Oh, my God, I want that. That's amazing. I've got a pistol. I think I might have to try this game before I buy it. I can share play, I guess, or I'll, I'll stream it after this, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the um, Copper Dragon. It's a pistol shotgun. It's it's cool looking. All the streams. All the streams. I, don't, I think most of the time, especially early on, missions aren't really that hectic. So it's like yeah. it's nice level of challenge where you're like, yeah, I'm enjoying this in a almost relaxing way. Just popping these zombie heads. I love the the uh, design of the zombie types. I know they call them monsters, you know, but you know, yeah. let's be honest, they're zombies. It's but the fact that they've got like um, those weird skull heads and the human head is like flapped behind, like uh, behind like a hoodie, and it's just yeah. like uh, on the basic zombies. And yeah, I, and you know, it's purple. I like games that are purple. So it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange thing to say. Buy it now because it is purple. That's all you need. Even the chat is purple. Ooh. That's, why, that's why Agents of Mayhem. I'm, I'm looking forward to that this month coming up. It's also, purple. if you buy it, a lot of people don't seem to understand this because I was trying to I was trying to tell a friend earlier in Twitch. It's also cross-play with PS4 and PC. Yeah, because I've got a copy on both. Yeah. With, mm. uh, so, which is, which mm. isn't much use to me on the PC, I think, but... No, hey, well, no, not, not cross play. I mean, cross play. You can actually play with the people on PC. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah Sony that. doesn't want to have people play with anybody. Uh, <laughs> 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 Only the company that you know did stuff for Xbox actually, you know, having cross play between PS4 and PC. Mad that. Yeah. I know. I heard it. I heard Sony is against it. So he doesn't allow it. They've already gone <laughs> Paragon, Rocket League. Primacy 14 and now Fortnite. No game support it. Uh, they just want quality yeah. control. That's all you need. <laughs> Someone will be on board. They just want quality control. Well, no, they just don't want you to have to be forced to make a Microsoft account. That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> it is literally ridiculous. But anyway, that, that's enough Fortnite because we've talked about it. It is Almost- amazing. Go buy it. It's not. It's. Not, I wouldn't say it's amazing. I'd say it's. It's very it's decent. It's like the average. It. Go buy it. First. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as good as curry chips, crisps. Go get them. Six out of ten. Six go. Out of ten. Go buy it. But um, no, I think it, it's good for what it is at this stage. It's very polished for an early access game that's not out until next year properly. It, you know, considering the shite like Ark, still looks like my mm. first game. You know, and it's. it's Technically releasing properly next week, I would say that uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It, oh wait, are they finally done, or are they? Oh yeah, yeah August eighth, they are actually releasing it, and uh, oh boy, I can't wait to score it. <laughs> It'll get the same um, as my hot dog out of ten. I think you know, that this was, was, you know, this was back when I was still getting trophies, but I got that platinum in five hours. What? That's crazy. How? Yeah. How? Uh, admin. Enter or admin. Uh, what's the what's the term? Oh my god! You add in uh, uh, admin command prompts. I might have to do that. 
that game offers uh, man command prompts. So, like the first thing I did was I summoned a saddle. I had I I. Uh, I summoned in a saddle, and then I summoned in a T-Rex, and I put the saddle on the T-Rex and ran around and killed things. <laughs> it was I imagine, great. I imagine they may have patched that out at some point since then, but uh, um, I don't know. I don't think so. It's part of the the whole game. Is it? But I think you can turn that stuff off. Like you can go into it's particular modes where you can do that, but then there are some uh, modes right. where you can okay. be like, like survival stuff. Minecraft mode. Oh yeah, like that's weird because like in Minecraft, if you do creative, obviously they turn trophies off. That's it. Just a shame. Yeah, they didn't do that. Didn't do it, damn it. I'm just uh, glad I didn't spend more than five hours in that game. Oh man, I had to go back obviously because it's close to release just to see how it's progressing and see if it's it. But it's just fucking terrible. I don't get how it sold as much as beyond. Oh, it's dinosaurs and shit. No, I, no, I, I honestly just don't see why. It's a terrible-looking game. It runs terribly, and there's just—it does great. look better on PC. I won't lie. Sure, but it's still—it's about it. Aimless, you know. It, I just don't get the uh, the hype. Let's say for that, Com- compared to many of the PC games that are like big and popular, I get I get the hype with some of them, but this, nah, I just I don't. And the fact that it was like. Top seller on PS Store for like two months running. I was like, really, really? How did it keep selling well after the shit first month? Dinosaurs, dinosaurs. You can ride dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, uh, lacks dinosaurs. If you guys know that movie, you guys win. Was well, Jurassic Park? Right? No, no, uh, no. You said Lex. Uh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it's uh, we're back. A dinosaur story. Well, uh, no, I definitely don't. Know that. <laughs> Man, um, that's from okay. So, um, as I was half talking about what I was playing, I suppose I'll Get finish. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. I love that show. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll carry on what I was playing because we were starting to drag on a bit in time. Um, <laughs> this won't help, but um, <laughs> <it's good. laughs> we're on time, so let's bring Neil in with a list of games. <laughs> <laughs> one it's, game it actually is a very short list this week just because Fortnite was my main thing and Peggle 2 fucking kicked, kicking my ass it just, for a game that is so deceptively simple at its core doing the fucking optional challenges on there uh, is just a nightmare I've got three left to do for the Platinum Trophy I don't even know why I'm going for the Platinum Trophy on it I, I don't know what got into me that I thought, oh, I'm going to get the Platinum Trophy on Peggle 2. I don't know if I decided it or it just happened. But it's just, yeah. And now I'm just smashing my head against the wall going, just just let me get this one. Let me clear all the pegs on this one, please. Just just this time. Just this once. Yeah. And fuck that game when I'm finished with it. That's, that's it. I won't ever have to see it again. I won't ever have to hear those stupid noises. Um, in brighter news, um, I played Vostok Inc., which is an interesting game in that it is a clicker type game, you know, which, and it's also a twin stick shooter, and it marries the two very well in much the same way that stuff like Rogue Legacy and that mixed genres in an interesting way it, and subgenres. 
this does the same, maybe not as well, but it's still really good. Interesting idea of basically the the objective is to make money in space by shooting things. And it, that's very simple, but it's just the way it builds on that, that you, you're out in space shooting stuff to make money and shooting anyone who tries to stop you. And then you go to the planet's surface and build installations. So you know, to make, you know, I want to build a farm here or, or a refinery here. And basically it all just starts adding money into your overall wallet. It's aesthetic is to be 1980s greed is good. You know, Gordon Gecko style money making. And that's it. The objective is go make money. And it, like, if you just put her around not doing much for a while and you'll just keep getting prompts to yeah you can go and put something on this planet and go make some money it's it's obsessed with it and in a very tongue-in-cheek way but it's interesting idea up to that point bit sluggish and uh, in terms of uh, the shooter controls it's not the best twin stick shooter but i think the having it married to this clicker style game makes it work almost you know in its own special way and it wasn't until I got to like the end of a certain point, I wouldn't say it's the end even, of the our solar system in the game, which is like on a 2D plane. And you then get to fight the boss of the solar system. And by doing that, it gives you the uh, the old No Man's Sky twist of, ending twist of, oh, you, you conquered this, you, this uh, little solar system, now you can go to another one, and another one, and another one. Each with its own bosses, each with its own enemies. And it just opens up into something more interesting. And even though you are doing something ridiculously banal most of the time, which is either shooting or clicking or stuff. And yeah, it, it's, it's a hard sell in words, I find. But uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's cool. In much the same way those sort of games work where you just can upgrade everything your ship or ways to find you know upgrade ways to find more money i don't know it's just something satisfying about seeing the revenue come in constantly and just finding ways to make that easier for you to collect the shooting stuff can only be annoying i think in the sense that early on you just if you get seen by little scout ships if you don't shoot them in time it just stops your traversal and you end up in a grid-based sort of weird battle against a wave of enemy ships, which is a pain in the ass because they quickly get very tough. So you are pretty much having to have twitch reactions to defeating them. And yeah, you lose about half your money every time you die. So if you've been uh, collecting a lot of loot and not reinvested it elsewhere, you uh, are going to make some damaging losses. Let's put it that way. But yeah, stuff like it is very much like, if not the same type of game, stuff like Spelunky or Rogue Legacy in terms of making little loops of like this work. And it's it's a, a little curio. I, I didn't think I'd enjoy it like I did, and it's, yeah, individual parts, nothing special, but uh, what it does together is quite unique quite funny and quite compelling it's um, a bit of a nice sort of uh, uh, 
palate cleanser, if you will, I think, for everything else we've been playing this week. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely one of the more novel titles I've seen this year. And that's it for me. That's all the games I've played. I still made it last half an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I, second week in a row, I really haven't played very much. Uh, the only one consistency has been uh, Paragon. I play that almost religiously. Um, that's oh, a fun one. I kind of going with the the Epic Games formula. It has that sort of like you're you get this far and you have to get a few things, and they have the the bundles and things right that you can get um, for more access right away and stuff like that. But yeah, they're they're really changing the game uh, next week, particularly with what they call masteries. Character masteries and then the the card system itself, because uh, as of now, up until what August second, your characters have set. Um, what's the word? They have these set um, card types that they can use, and each one has two of them, but they can't branch out of those outside of universal cards. But what's changing is that now everybody will be able to choose from whichever card pool they want, okay. which is going to make the game a lot more dynamic. So you're looking at characters that are kind of alienated in types that are supportive that are now getting the option to become more utilitarian as opposed to just lackadaisical. Like you have, like, instead of it just being like a thing where you use abilities to, like, stop enemies, like with Decker. Like Decker is all about using, like, abilities to isolate enemies, but they, she does zero damage. But she has enough abilities that have the potential for it, but her types just have not favored her. And then putting that in with the general nerfs that she's gotten over the last year, she's basically just become a. Uh, disruptor as opposed to anything else. Like she yeah. can't really go in and do damage. She can't even really go in because she's still rather squishy. But having these uh, having all these characters go in uh, with different card types could make things very interesting. Hmm. Is there a character that just goes in and just owns shit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the thing with MOBAs is that you can get a really good character on paper, and if you're not playing it properly, you're going to look like a tool bag. I, I, I just want a character where my main job is just to attack. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Being a MOBA, there are definitely characters okay. that are just intended for attacking. Uh, but recently I've been playing this guy called Chimera, and he wields two axes. And the only reason I've been playing him is because I got... Oh my god, I got a, a this really cool looking skin in their roulette vault boxes that I got as a reward, and that's a whole thing, because the roulette system is garbage. But anyway, I got randomly a cool skin for him, like, oh, what the hell, I'll give him a shot, and I'm really into him. So he's kind of like that too, where I, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the vernacular, but if I say jungle, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Okay, well, you have the, the <laughs> lanes, right? You have the lanes where the towers are, and that's like you have to clear the lanes to get to their base and destroy their base, right? That's the whole point. But the space between the lanes are jungles. 
And the character I've been playing is one that propagates the jungle and goes and disrupts lanes and ganks people and stuff like that. Um, okay. So, yeah, but then there are also very dedicated lane-type players that move. Uh, they're called um, attack damage carries or ability power carries, and they would be the ones that move their lane toward progress. So definitely, Gary, there are plenty of characters in this game that are about doing damage, but you can't just go in all the time with them and expect to not be mutilated. Because the consequence for a lot of these characters with having a lot of damage is being glass cannons. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a character you'd like would be Murdoch. Because he hits like a bus and he laughs at you while he does it. Especially like... Oh, yeah. He's even got a cool name. Dude... (laughs) And he's super cool. Like you can, he 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 has a slow attack, but his attack dam his attack damage is crazy. And you can give him like life steal, so every time you hit somebody with it, your health goes up like fifteen percent. It's nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all about how you build the decks, and with the way the decks are changing next week, it's going to make the game quite dynamic for a while. I think it's a buy to play, right? Uh, potentially, you can play it for free. You don't have to put oh, anything yeah. into it. Yeah, oh. you don't have to put anything into it if you don't want. Just invest the time and you get enough stuff along the way. Yeah. I might give it a shot. I might give it a uh, shot. If you want, I'll play with you. I would love for you. Hey, me too. And then I'll play Killing Floor 2 with you. Oh my god, we're going to play with each other. This is great. Oh, I'll man. show you mine, you show me yours. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. But yeah. Is that all you played then? Uh for the most part, yeah. 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 It's been a weird couple weeks. <laughs> that is. But I have been itching to play Persona Five again, like crazy. It's kinda weird. I've gone back into a bit of that on the side, but only like snatches here and there, you know, not much. I just finished it. This would be my this would be my return to it. It's just long. It's very long. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag longing. Um, Gary, how did you? Me. Uh, I mostly played two two games on PlayStation. Um, the first one uh, I played and finished. I did finish it. The Neo DLC, the new one that came out, the Defiant Honor, I believe it's called. Um. Went through, finished that. Um, very difficult, very frustrating. As Neil would would know, I talked to him about it <laughs> <laughs> for for specific reasons. Um, but it, it became a lot easier once I found out that um, a certain restriction uh, was, I believe, removed. And that restriction was uh, there's some moves in the game that you can do that. Uh, knock enemies into the air or knock them down to the ground, um, allowing you to go up and just like, you know, do a death bow and they're down. Um, those moves didn't work on enemies with heavier armor or obviously giant enemies. Um, that restriction was removed, um, at least on the heavily armored guys. Um, and it made things so much freaking easier. Um, 
it, removed they, by the developers or like part of the narrative? Uh, I think it was removed by the developers. Oh, that's a weird move, I think, isn't it? That or my my strength was so high now that I was able to do it to them. Uh, because before, like, there's a move with the spear, right, where y- you can, like, lift up your spear like an uppercut move, and it launches them in the air, and then he stabs them three times while they're in the air. Um, it was a great move to have up until you encountered, like, heavier enemies later on and became absolutely useless. Um, so I stopped using it. I completely changed the skills I, I had equipped on my character. And then I decided to try it again, and it worked. And I was like, holy crap, it works now. And, like, I literally went through the entire DLC just doing that. <laughs> just knocking dudes in the air and stabbing them. And it was awesome. Um, it even worked on two of the bosses in this DLC, but obviously it's a lot harder to get them to, to launch into the air because they're so much faster. Um, but yeah, once I did that, it became a lot, a lot easier. Uh, they, they changed some cool, some, some things with the levels. They made them a little cool. Um, there's one where you're running through a battlefield and like this wave of arrows is constantly falling on you. Uh, there's cannons shooting at you at the same time. And it's cool, but it's also stupid frustrating when you're in the middle of a fight and you know that there's a barrage of arrows that's going to come and kill you in pretty much one hit. Um, yeah, that sounds a lot like kill. some of the DLC for Dark Souls 3. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's an instant kill when it hits you. He's like, that's fantastic. Like, how am I supposed to kill this guy when he's so hard to kill while this shit is happening to me? Well, can you line it up where they, he takes the arrows, or is that not a thing in this? Oh game? yeah, they can still they they can take the hits too. Okay, um, cool. There's like wooden shields that block the arrows, but sometimes they start shooting cannons and they destroy that protection, and then you're just left with nothing. Um, there's trenches you can go into, which is nice that that protects you from the arrows and the cannons. But going into those trenches is also dangerous because there's like four or five guys there, and then you're just like, well, shit, you know. <laughs> Um, so the, the, the level design is a lot harder, uh, cool, cool new enemies. There's a, uh, <laughs> there's a ninja dog enemy now. Ooh. Uh, so it runs around, it's super quick and it like throws shurikens at you with its mouth. It's not a Shiba Inu, <laughs> is it? It's a what? It's not a Shiba Inu, is it? Cause I feel like if there were a ninja dog, it would be that one. Yeah. It's a Shiba. They're Shibas. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh yeah, God. so like they have this little pouch on on their body, and you see the like the little knife sticking out. So they like they reach over, grab a knife, and just chuck it at you from the side of their body. That's amazing. <laughs> pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they're super hard to beat though. Like they're so fast. Um, they go down pretty easily, but they're pretty fast. I felt sad killing them because they they cried like puppies do, and I was like, no, uh, I don't no, want don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so much easier than the last DLC. Uh, Dragon of the North can just go eat a big one. Um, eat a butt. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I did. Terrible, nasty butt. Uh, God, that, that, those boss fights in Dragon of the North were just stupid. Um, thank God they didn't exist here. Even though the story continues from that DLC um, into this one, and it's going to continue on to the last DLC that's coming out, the last story DLC. Um, I hope I don't have to fight the boss again from the first from the first DLC because that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was it became a lot better once I learned that 
my skills were useful again that I had invested in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I played that. Um, I also played a game that you can review that's coming out on the 1st. You can read the review. Uh, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun. Um, fell in love with it instantly. Um, it's an old school tactical isometric game like Commandos, for those who remember Commandos from the 90s. Um, it's definitely a stealth game. Don't go in like just attacking everybody because you'll die very fast. Um, very tactical, very strategic. Uh, levels, in my opinion, can take up to an hour to two hours to get through. Um, if you want to do it properly, like the way the game wants you to do it in a way, uh, which is be stealthy, don't get seen. Um, it's fun. Believe me, it's fun. Like the entire time I've, like, I play these levels, I'm like, this is so awesome and so entertaining, right? Because even though it drags on for so long, like I just never got bored of, of the level. So yes, yes, I got seen and I reloaded a save. Like, because the game has, in my opinion, the greatest save system ever designed, where you just tap the tab, the, the touchpad and it saves your game automatically. Um, mm. It saves up to four slots, so if you don't like where you are, you can go back at least four save slots back. Um, there's even a timer that appears at the top of the screen that tells you what when the last time you saved was. It's like, it's been a minute since you last saved. Oh shit, I gotta <laughs> save, because I don't want to replay the whole level. From the beginning. It's been a minute. I better save. <laughs> yeah, it tells. <laughs> after a minute, there's a timer that appears. Like it's been a minute, That's and then the longer you go, the more crazy the colors get. Like it starts off with green, and then it goes to yellow, and then the red, and then like super dark, like blood red. You just like, oh my god, I better save. <laughs> after that, there should be like a a meme that shows up of Austin Powers. It says, "I also like to live dangerously." <laughs> <laughs> Just bouncing around the screen. (laughs) Completely uh, throwing off everything. You can't see anything except for Michael Myers jumping around. I will buy that game. Every time you click on it, it's like, oh, behave. Oh, behave. (laughs) That will be amazing. But yeah, uh, there's five characters in your party. You don't always get to have all of them for all missions. Um, The game will, will select them due to the story of who you get. Uh, they all play incredibly different and all bring a different uh, skill set that you have to utilize. Um, obviously, there's the, the ninja who can climb on buildings and throw rocks to distract enemies, throw shurikens, killing them from a distance, medium distance. Um, he also makes no sound when he runs around. Uh, there's the samurai who's very heavy. He makes a lot of sound when he runs, um, but he's able to kill three enemies at once with his dual swords. Um, he can also carry and hide two bodies at a time. He also lures enemies with his sake, which has some of the best dialogue. It, it kind of works like the, the nudie magazines in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh. like you throw it down and they see it and they, they with the cone that they have so you can see what they're looking at. Oh, yeah. And the sound is like, yes, yes, you want sake, yes, come drink, drink, very good. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> this is so fantastic. Um, but yeah, each character really presents very different tactics that you can that you can go through. You can go through the level however you want. There's multiple paths, multiple objectives that you can skip if you want to. If you want to just go straight to the end objectives, you can. Um, some of the other objectives become really hard. Like you have to protect like civilians 
from from the enemy. So you have to control those civilians as well as your characters, uh, trying to hide them. And they come in groups, so like four of them will be one character slot that you have to move around. Um, Gary, very good. One, like, yes. one thing quickly: Saki Saki five dollar. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh dear, Ben had to go there. <laughs> Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. I am an adult. I am an adult. But yeah, Shadow Tags. If you like those kind of games, uh, uh, yes, they can take a while, but they this game really took me back to uh, a good time that I had back on PC with Commandos. Um, and I'm glad to see that somebody has made another game like it this time in the Edo period of Japan, which is one of my favorites. Yes. So, that's a good time. Just not yeah. like actually like a good time, but it's a palpable one for narratives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Gary, like, I got to tell you, Gary, you with your reputation for hating games. It actually makes me super excited when you're like excited about a game. So every time I see you say anything about Neo or even now with shadow tactics, I'm like super like, would I actually play those normally? But they sound so cool right now. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yesterday I was doing a level where um, I'm in a village that's surrounded by a forest, right? And I have to go kill this guy. Uh, and he's surrounded by like eight dudes with him. And I'm like, well, shit, how am I going to do this? Because they're all looking in every direction. Like, There's no way to sneak around. And like, the compound around it, uh, the forest area is surrounded with, is just full of enemies and there's no bushes or anything to hide the bodies this time. So I have to start thinking, okay, should I kill dudes or should I just try to see past everybody? And I, in this level, I have access to all five characters, uh, the sniper, the, the girl who changes clothes into a disguise. She can go up and distract guards. Um, there's a girl who lays traps and can whistle to enemies to lure them to her. And this this mission took me like three hours to get through, but I did it without killing a single person. And I was like, "How in the hell did I do it?" Like I I look at it and I'm just like, "How the hell did I even get to like when I got to the end and I made the save?" And I'm like, "This is like the worst save that I could have made because I'm literally all my guys are like ten seconds away from being seen by somebody." And I'm just like, "Shit," but. I was able to do it, and it was amazing, and just that triumphant, you know, feeling of I just went through like seventy guys, and they never saw me, and it was amazing because it tells you how many guys are are in the level. That sounds like college. (laughs) (laughs) But it's hard to consider because it's like it's rainy. Oh yeah, seventy guys. Oh my god. Wait, work, uh, Gary. <laughs> the sake's kicking in, I think. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, the level itself was super hard because it's raining and there's, like, the ground becomes wet. So every time any character walks, it makes a sound. And you see, like, a sound wave that everybody can see and enemies can see. There's civilians, they're, like, washing clothes and stuff because it's a village. And if they see you, they'll run to the guards. Um, but yeah. Figuring out a way to get through this level without being seen was very fulfilling, in my opinion. Um, but you can play through it however you want. You can kill everybody. You can kill every civilian if you want. Um, you can knock people out. 
with you instead of killing them. But they wake up really fast unless you hide their body, then they never wake up because they just disappear into the unknown. Uh, How is that not killing them? (laughs) Yeah. um, But I I learned that the hard way. I knocked out a guy and I was like, get the hell out of here. You're pissing me off. And he woke up like a minute later and he's like, who did that to me? I was like, son of a bitch. Why? Um, But yeah, and enemies, when they go on alert, they go on hardcore alert. It's not like I'm going to go hide underneath like a truck in Metal Gear and they'll never find me. They will search everywhere for you. And it's, God, I think it's like in Metal Gear Solid 3 where the alert lasts for so damn long before it goes away. Um, That's how it is here. And they will search everything. They will open doors if you're fighting in a house. If you're hiding in the house, they will search bushes. They'll do everything to try and find you if there's an alert. So it gets hardcore. Lots of replay value. Another cool thing they did, in my opinion, is... When you finish a level, it tells you like all the objectives you could have done or hidden objectives you could have done for the level. Like, oh, kill four enemies by dropping a boulder on their head. Um, okay, how do I do that? Um, it'll tell you, kill this enemy by throwing a rock at a bull and having the bull kick the enemy to death, which I did on accident. I didn't know I'd do that. <laughs> I just threw a rock and some guy was standing next to the bull and he got pissed off and just like kicked him and killed him. It was great. But yeah, it gives you, once you finish the level, you can't see these while you're playing it because they want you to play it how you want to play it. And then when you play through the level again on the second playthrough or whatever, or through the level select, you can try to complete these objectives. And some of them are pretty fucking hardcore. Like, I look at them and I'm just like, there's one where it's like, complete this level in like 20 minutes. And I'm like, how? It took me three hours. How do I do it in 20 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) But they're there, and you can go through and complete those objectives if you want to. But Yeah, great game. Fantastic game. I highly recommend it. Excellent. Uh, That's all I played on the PlayStation set. Good, good. I will uh, start wrapping up a bit, just because uh, we are running quite long at the minute, which is uh, a surprise, to say the least. 51 minutes. Yeah, that that is very long considering we've not really talked about anything. <laughs> so, yeah, and I, she spent an hour talking about potato chips and crisps. <laughs> Dude, that's all you need, man. Like, I, if this I'm isn't what the internet wants, stuff. then there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do the uh, predictions. Um, last week we picked Pyre. Ready to burn. Yes, I was waiting for that. Um, of course, the uh, game from the makers of Transistor and Bastion. Oh. Uh, we lost Neil. Metacritic for its stupid. Oh, there actor. he is. I am here. Sorry, uh, that was Metacritic taking over my uh, entire computer. <laughs> <laughs> Bit stupid. Oh no, it's coming live. Um, anyway, um, Pyre. It's apparently quite good. Um, so, score-wise, what did it get? Well, we'll get there in a second. But first, we'll go through the scores. Now, um, Tim guessed seventy-seven. Uh, I guessed 81, Gary guessed 84, and Ben uh, got the number 99. Um, <laughs> Better than Breath of the Wild. For a short while, though, Ben, you were looking like actually being the closest by default. Yes! But, it, oh. but you know, reviews came in after a while and it dropped. So <laughs> it's uh, Gary is the winner of that one. Woo-hoo! 
86 was the final score. So Gary was two points out. He was the closest. Yes, on that three, three, four, so, that, so that makes good times for Gary. Um, I think that gives you seven points now, Gary. All right. Yeah. Yes. So, so opening up. So opening up. Um, this week we will do. I was struggling to find anything, um, but we'll go with the Long Dark episode one, which is. I thought it was a survival game, but apparently it's also now a Telltale game, but not actually a Telltale game, but, you know, episodic. <laughs> well, as long as it's not a Telltale game, it's be fine. No, it's episodic, and it's also a survival game. So well, I know it, who's involved in it, so I'm already it, biased. You're already biased. I'm, I'm kind of already biased, too, but just because I like the look of the game. Um, Wait, well, I gotta know who's involved in it. David Hayter. So it's like a 99 for you. <laughs> uh, um, I will start and say I expect a 79 um, Ben what random number have you been given this week <laughs> 99 again <laughs> this <laughs> is a very random <laughs> roll again Ben roll again okay 99 93 <laughs> Close enough. We'll go with that. Um, Tim. I mean, at the minute, you could go right in the middle and be fine. I'm liking 85. 85. And Gary. Oh, I'm going to be the low score. 70. 70. Oof. You don't like games. Because <laughs> 70 is shit, of course. <laughs> So hey, at the industry. A seven is like a three these days, so it is. That's, that is some garbage. Some good old garbage. Right, that's it then. We we've done all that. End end credits are rolling and people are leaving the cinema. Those. Yeah, people are leaving the cinema not knowing that there's an end credit scene where we each tell everyone um what our shout outs are. So Swarmer. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what are your shout out and former preferences? Um, I don't know any references. <laughs> I'm filthy casual. <laughs> um, eh, kind of defaulting. Uh, everybody who listens, everybody who comes to PSU, everybody who comes to PSU also and doesn't make up stuff against us will just be mean. Yeah. I heard PSU was run by giant hamsters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's running on the wheel, keeping the world going. Uh, fair enough, Tim. Fair enough. Um, Gary, what about you? Uh, the usual. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening. Please continue to support us. Send us questions, comments, and anything else. Yeah, what's your favorite crisps? Guys, yeah, tell us. tell us, tell us, and I'll give it. I don't know. I don't know. I'll give away a five-pound PSN card. A free bag of crisps. <laughs> For those who don't know, crisps are potato chips or chips in general. Yes. So if you say, <laughs> "I'll give you a five-pound PSN card or a five-dollar PSN card," if you tell us what your favorite bag of crisps, yeah, like, first... you... <laughs> yeah. like you guys. You guys tell us what your favorite one is, and we'll review it on air next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we'll review it, and we'll read your review out. Boy. It's quite nice. Six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
a bit more meat to it if you can. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean it's a it's a starch. I don't know if we can get yeah. more meat in it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, love, I used to love those Walker's breakfast crisps where they had like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Weird things. Anyway, Ben, what about you? Uh, you can contact me at Chile UK on Twitter and the shout out to uh, Phoenix Down Radio, aka uh, Five Fantasy Fourteen Podcast. Shout out to Evolve Mail, aka Girlfriend's Vote Streamer. Uh, shout out to Klaus. Nightbringer, shout out to everyone who's listening. Thank you to everyone. And shout out to Stella King. So thanks to everyone who's listened in. Thank you. And... Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, follow Pod Unchained on Twitter and please rate and like us and review us on iTunes, please. It, was, it helps. It's nice. Yeah. More people see us. More people can be baffled. More people can suffer. Don't you want more people to suffer? More people you can do. be exposed to more chips. Yeah, but yeah. as I said, I will, I will give away a five dollar slash five pound PSM voucher if you tell us your favourite crisp slash chips. Not, not for everyone who says it. Just not so everyone, we... just one person. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of votes and a lot of five dollars. You left yourself open there, Ben. For people right, to depend, hey, up to the first, I don't know. I'll, I'll give away a few, depending on how many we get. What about fastest finger? First one out the gate. No, just that'd say. be unfair because you know. Well, because some people some people like the show more than others <laughs> and listen to it first. That would be terrible if people that like it. People don't skip to the end to hear themselves being shout out. Oh, then they're going to be severely disappointed this week. <laughs> unless, they, unless they like being part of a collective. Like, oh, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I do that thing too that other people do. I is the fan. <laughs> anyway. Fantastic. Um, Gary, you won, so you can close the show. Oh, man. (laughs) Price of fame. Damn. Price of fame when you don't know what to say. Uh, If you built this for 60 seconds, it'd be perfectly on two hours. (laughs) Your wife told told you my accent sucks. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Do an accent. She's not here. Who's whispering? Me. <laughs> Just do an accent. She's not here. It's fine. She's not here. I can't. I can't do it right now. He's got stage fright, everyone. I have stage fright. Give Gary your energy. I don't know. I don't know how to close it. Um, uh-huh. I, I guess. Thanks for listening. Have a good night or a good day. Hashtag good day and night. Hashtag time zone differentiation. Tatty bye. Generic ending. Eat those chips. (laughs) Oh, yep, eat those chips.